Hey there, cocktails and confidants listeners. This is Dixie, and we are on, believe it or not, episode 20. So we are almost legal. Mm -hmm. Next time is going to have to be a real big deal, our 21st podcast. Maybe we'll get some drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll get carded. (laughs) Unfortunately, that doesn't happen very often anymore. (laughs) Oh, darn. Just like I'm always a ma'am and not a a miss. miss. Ma'am. Oh, well. Um, Today's cocktail was put together um, by Ronnie, and it's delish. It is so good. Mm -hmm. So hit it. What are we calling it? Peachy Keen. Peachy Keen. So I'm not going to take all of the credit for this cocktail. Uh, Dixie had a huge part in not only locating one of the bottles of alcohol in my closet, (laughs) um, (laughs) but giving me... Some good suggestions, um, although we almost did have to call Justine for 911 to ask about fruit garnish with a concoction, um, but we muddled through. <clears throat> like what you did there. Yeah, although yeah. this this particular recipe doesn't require any muddling, mm-hmm. but you certainly could if we you We pre-muddled. <laughs> <clears throat> so... This is something easy you can throw together for uh, your confidants. Um, I think that you could very easily do this um, for a brunch. You could do this in the afternoon, in the evening. You could drink this all day if you wanted to. All day, every day. <laughs> True That's story. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But you could like make a whole batch. Yes. yes. I, I think you definitely could um, do this in mass quantity. So. I, um, in an effort to be cost conscious, I had many um, choices of Prosecco that I could purchase when I was at the Licasto. But I went with the Cupcake brand, which in our part of the world is about $10.99 for the $7.50 bottle, um, which I thought was good, but... Um, those of you who are fans of Prosecco and Cava know that you can very easily um, find a much larger price point than that if your budget allows. If you're bougie like that. <laughs> so um, we didn't do any measuring for this particular cocktail. I um, took the glass that you see pictured on our Instagram page when we're doing our cheers I filled about halfway um, with the Prosecco, and then I did probably about the next third or so with Simply Peach, well shaken prior. Um, You saw that we have ice in there. We are serving it that way. And then we did a splash and a half or maybe two. A good measured splash without measuring um, of Cointreau. I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, Yo hablo espanol, not French. (laughs) So um, She only French kisses. (laughs) Oh, Dixie. Um, We'll get into that sob story later. But um, then we garnished that with a lime wedge and... um, because I totally screwed up with cutting the limes. Apparently, um, I gave her a trash ass knife. No, it was it was just I'm not good <laughs> at that. User <clears throat> um, I think that two of us got lime wedges, and the other two got um, lime juice um, from the freshly squeezed lime. So it's very refreshing. It's light. Uh, I think you should all try it. Um, and I did say it didn't require muddling, but if you do have some fresh peaches around, oh, yeah. oh. I get my peaches down in Georgia. Peach Dude, that puree. would be amazing. Um, you could certainly um, muddle Ice some, juice. muddle Peach some peaches, slice. peach slice, and yeah, mint leaf. So, um, what I did read about when I was driving home from work at a stop <laughs> sign. <laughs> 
Because we don't read and drive. No. I was at a stop sign. Um, there were two... Remember, Dixie? There were two um, herbs that I told you were recommended. One was basil. Basil, and the other was... Was it spearmint? Mint, maybe. Just mint. No, it was mint. You're right. Mint. I believe so, Alex probably has both of those in her garden. I, yeah. I actually don't have basil because... Damn <laughs> no, we usually grow it, and then we – I know this is going to sound crazy, but we overdo it, and then we have what? a shit ton of it that doesn't get used, so we didn't grow any, but wait, but I do have mint. I must have missed the Round offering when you have excess. Round number two, mint. Well, don't be coming for my life like that. I'm not. <laughs> don't be coming for her garden. I'm not, because I don't even have a garden this year. Um, so <clears throat> the muddled peach, I think, would be delicious. Mm-hmm. And then um, whatever greenery you want to put in there. But I think you could very easily make a whole large batch of this and just serve it all day long. Mm-hmm. I'd also like to say that I think this would be amazing blended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's so many options. Also so give, them, give those options a try, listeners, and I comment. Google how to pronounce it. How did she say? Contro. Contro. Oh. Contro. Contro. There it Intro. is. Thanks, Google. Yep. She's so smart. She's so smart. Google. So, cheers to that. Cheers. Yeah, it's a great drink. All Teamwork right. makes the dream work. <laughs> it certainly did. It's a family affair here on Cocktails and <laughs> Confidence. We have not been together in a while. In so long. It's been a lot. <clears throat> Insane in the membrane. So we have a lot of things to catch you up on that's been happening in our lives. So before we before that, okay, just because I feel like sometimes this whole saga of things that are happening in my <laughs> life <laughs> take up a lot of listener time, and I I had this other thing happen, and it's not going to take very long to tell you the story, but I just wonder if it's ever happened to anybody else because I'm 45 and it's never happened to me. I went to the car wash, and it was one of those you stay in the car. (laughs) Sing it. Talking about the car wash, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you stay in the car, which generally I like because it's kind of fun when all the Mm -hmm. soap gets on your windows and stuff. It's like another world. And I'm with my youngest. We're driving in. You know, we're not really driving because you put it in neutral or whatever. And it gets to this point where all of the floppy, washy fingers – the darkest colored ones are all like around the car, completely surrounded, and the whole damn thing shuts off. <gasps> oh, I don't like that. And I was like, huh. <laughs> and of course, my kid's looking at me kind of like, what you do? <laughs> well, or like, well, how am I supposed to react to this? Because it's like never looking for guidance. Right, looking at me. And I looked, I'm like, well, this has never happened to me before. <gasps> And because those finger things were all over the car, I couldn't really see out the window to see if somebody noticed that it had stopped. You know, was there? Were you be getting punked? A car is going like to crash the behind scene me? Of a horror film. Oh <laughs> gosh! <laughs> and then um, I know this is a terrible first reaction, but this is the true reaction. Barely, there was a tiny crack that I could see through, and I see these two young teenage girls walking. <laughs> Who worked there? You know, they were wearing the polo shirt, walking, and I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> like, but after... Ye of little faith. I know, I know. And, you know, first impressions were wrong in this case because after about four minutes, ah, it started back up again. They, they unplugged it and plugged it back in. <laughs> Have you tried kicking it? <laughs> but I just thought... This has never happened to me before. And I think, you know, even though my youngest is, you know, 18 and going away or whatever, she honestly looked at me like, Mom, what do we do now? She was totally (laughs) gauging (laughs) her response. Seriously, just like, I don't know. This never happened to me before. I don't know what to do. I don't know if we should panic. You can't I don't know if we should get out of the car. Call dad. Start honking the horn. I don't know. So it started back up and everything was fine. And she said, hmm, 
I wonder sometimes if they really do anything different between the basic car wash and the Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> but I keep paying for the Supreme. Right. Just, Always. Just in case. Right. And then when we got home, I don't know how birds do this. Birds, know. birds had shit. Oh, gosh. On the side passenger door of my car, like sideways, not on the top of the car mm-hmm. or anything. After the like, car wash? No, no, no. It was before. It was, that was oh, the reason it I was, was a fly by shitting. Exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well check the car. Did it get at least sitting there for five minutes with these things hanging on the car? Did it get the bird shit off the car? No. Hmm. And you paid for the Supreme? I paid for the mid-grade. <laughs> well, that's where you went wrong. Exactly. You're, you're a middle-of-the-road kind of kind of consumer. some fancy lights in the mid-grade show, because this particular car wash changes the lights like LEDs as if it is a different soap, but I think it's just lights. I just always go to Quick Trip. They're not the bougie cult. like that. <laughs> hey, I don't have a lot of options out here, man. I guess not. I've never been to their car wash, truthfully. Is it a touchless? Because some people yes, say they have yes. touch wrongly. You have an it's option either or there. in the same wash. Yeah. Hmm. So, so has- this one over here, who she was how many years old before she had ever gone into a quick trip? Uh, 42. Mm-hmm. No, 43. 43. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Don't we you remember her in on the way yeah. home from camp. She had never been. Was that when we met your mom? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. 20, I just, it was 2020. I just had this conversation at work today about gas stations, and I was like, the only gas station I will ever go in is a quick trip, for the record. Wow. When you travel out of the state, though, that's not always right. an option. I'll well, go to Love's usually. Their bathrooms the are typically they clean. Good, they have a good reputation. Yeah, but if it's just a potty break, I'm definitely just pulling in a McDonald's. Yeah. Oh. I'll use a rest stop for that, honestly. So, well, yeah, if that's an option. Yeah. Crimes happen at the rest stops. They happen I, everywhere. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> You can make it through Indiana without stopping at a rest stop. You're in you a know, good shape. It's uh, funny. Do you guys remember when I sent you the stamps when we were driving through Michigan? And every every place we stopped that we went to the bathroom, there were, like, signs about hepatitis. In the and I was like, what the fuck is going on in Michigan? <laughs> like, I have never That's been like pressured being in so California. heavily to wash my hands because of hepatitis before. Like, I have questions. California has all those signs about birth defects. Like, in the bathroom? At gas stations. Anywhere. Oh. There's like this little sign that's like perched in the the glass door that talks about something in birth defects. I know I took pictures of them. <laughs> There's a lot of warnings. It's on the toilet seat. What? I mean, I can get down with like the human trafficking ones mm-hmm. that you're seeing in a lot of places now, but I just really have questions about why hepatitis is so prevalent in Michigan. Hmm. Probably because people don't wash their hands. Dirty bastards. Mm. Yeah, it's not just Michigan, but it is. There is like a definite. I mean, you know what? We travel a lot. Right. I have never seen that shit anywhere but Michigan. Hmm. That's interesting. So it's nobody's... because that's what their state is deciding to spend money on. Right. That's where they're prevention. Focusing. Their yeah. public health. They probably got a grant from the federal government. <laughs> Look, y'all got some high hepatitis rates. We're going to need to put some signs in some bathrooms. That'll make all the okay. difference. <laughs> We don't care about any other disease right? that is spread through dirty hands, but we do care about hepatitis and your liver. I, I didn't know that was spread from, from dirty hands. I don't know. It, it Oftentimes um, they find it because of like foodborne, oh, because I people with dirty hands don't. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I, I'm out. It's also spread shared needles. I mean, there's because there's A, B, and C, remember, yeah. so. There's so different different kinds are spread with like, different. Is A the one that's like dirty hands? Dirty hands. Which one's which? I think A is one of the ones that is more common. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that it, it specifically said one, and I think it was that one. B is more blood. Yeah. And C is. <laughs> is what? <laughs> Yuck. Is that a scientific term? It is. It's in the medical dictionary. You can look it up. It starts with a C and it ends with a. <laughs> so the car wash. Right. Anybody been stuck in a car wash? Nope. No. So I have a feeling that you went to 
the fancy car wash that is a newer chain in the area. It's blue on the outside. The sign is blue. Oh, oh were you at oh. the tsunami? Yes. Okay. That's not a wave or something like that. It's a tsunami. It is a tsunami wash. Um, I was thinking you were at a different one. Yeah, rocket wash. That's what I thought too. um, My youngest did a um, fundraiser with gift cards, and it was for the rocket wash. And so I did buy some gift cards, you know, to support the fundraiser, and. some like thing popped out of like this rubber piece popped out and was just kind of like dangling around. I wish you guys could see her hand right now. <laughs> my head that's what it was doing. <laughs> my my headlight after. So it was part of your car, like a gasket around the headlight in your car? It's I wouldn't call it a gasket. I would call it a rubber a rubber like, floppy thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But it was part of your car, and it come dislodged, is what you're saying. Yeah, and it was flapping around. It was flapping, like, like her that. wrist flapping. So were you able to fix it? Um, not permanently, but I took the car in for service mm. that was due yesterday, and they seem to have popped her back into place. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't seem to be flapping around anymore. They know how to insert the rubber. Right? <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. People, I know people have very strong opinions about car wash and whether you go to Touchless or you do it at home or whatever. Here's where my strong opinion falls. <laughs> Don't get trapped. <laughs> Just wash the salt off. I mean, right. it's really what we're talking about in Wisconsin. Exactly. Or the bird shit. Yeah. yeah. And that damn poop. Um, but um, <laughs> um, um, I don't like the overly elaborate outdoor lamps and bright colors that some of these new car washes have. Hmm. Like sensory overload? It just seems like... Gratuitous? Yes. Like, I'm sorry. You're a car wash. You don't yeah. need... This is not entertainment. We don't need to see you from outer space, okay? That's just the thing. Oh. It doesn't have to be that brightly colored. You don't have to have well, lights on all the time. It is called bracket wash. I get it, but it's too much. Speaking of entertainment, yes. has anybody seen Top Gun? No. No, I keep... Wanting to go. Is it still in the theater? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, now. We could have a date. Uh, have you seen it? A land-based excursion. <sighs> Airbase. We'll call it Airbase. <laughs> have I'm you not... seen it? Mm-hmm. I saw it on Friday. Alex she said flushed. she'd go again. Uh-huh. She's flushed. She has to drink. Most people I know that have seen it said that they would watch it again. Even, even our youngest was like, that was a really good movie. And she doesn't really like anything. So <laughs> amazing. Had she seen the first one? No. Oh, okay. No, but it was so good. All right. So good. How was uh where the crowd ads thing? Excellent. That's so funny when you posted that picture. <clears throat> I was actually Did like, they make a movie? Like yeah. thirty seven seconds before I saw that picture you posted, I was gonna snap you guys and ask if we wanted to make a date to go see it. And I was like, Oh <laughs> okay. Well, I was actually talking about renting a theater out Mm. and then, Mm -hmm. like, just putting it out there for anybody who either read the book and wanted to see it, but time got away like it does. And my mom asked me for a date, and that's what she wanted to go do. So we did it, and I'm just going to give a shout-out to our girl, Reese, because I think that, because one, she recommended the book to her book club and was very involved with, I think, the producing and direction mm-hmm. of the movie, that it was as true to the book as it was. Oh, good. I hate when it's all different. Me too. I don't think I read that book. <gasps> what? I put it on the list. I got it, time. I got time. <laughs> I, I thought it needs, we, to, it needs to go to, I like, thought, the top of okay. the list. I thought okay. we all shared that book. I thought we did, too. I do. Rec- I do you, write down what I read because I you feel know like that you I don't would remember, remember it. Yeah, it wouldn't have been that long ago, like within the last two years. Although you do read a ton. Yeah, I don't. Think I really that's do a forgettable I, one. Uh. Uh-uh. Eh, I mean, the title. That's the thing. I don't pay attention that to much. To okay. Well, while you're while looking I'm it perusing. up, I will share a funny little ditty while we were at the movie. 
So, you know, I got comfy. I wasn't quite sure with it being hot outside and, you know, what the temperature was going to be like inside the theater. So I did bring a blanket in with me, knowing <laughs> that I wasn't going to fall asleep. Took a whole ass nap, didn't you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> that would be me. I know. Absolutely not. I think I actually left the blanket rolled up and I used it as lumbar support because oh, nice. I'm, nice. I'm old like that. Um, but there was one scene that um, that wasn't really played out in the book the way they played it in the movie. And I literally, um, okay, listeners. So the face that I made looking at the screen was that of extreme disgust. And I turned to the lady, a complete stranger, on my left and her friend that was sitting next to her, they looked at me at the same time I looked at them and I said, the fuck? <laughs> and they both, they both started dying laughing. And we had like total connection um, inside the movie theater. And it was a beautiful, oh. beautiful thing. Well, that, that played out much better than our movie experience. Uh -oh. Seeing Top Gun. What happened? Well, to my left were three women who wouldn't shut the fuck up the oh. whole time. I was like, am I going to have to fight these bitches? And on Brad's other side was uh, a dude who got up at least twice to go smoke. It's a two-fucking-hour movie. Ew, smoke cigarettes? Yes. So then he came back and he smelled real bad. Did he also have to climb over you or did he go the other no, way? No, because we were – so in that theater, like the very front row is like little love seats. Mm. So there's like a space in between and we were in the next row. So there he didn't have to do that, but it was – I was. Yeah, I mean, you guys know how much I love cigarette smoke, yeah. which is funny, right? <laughs> it's ironic. I know. But I haven't read the book. It's not on the list, but I, I will. I am astonished by Me this. too. I thought for sure we passed it through the square – well, you read it first, and then I read it, and then you read it. I don't how I don't know how you didn't end up with it. It might have been during a time in yeah, your life that you winter. weren't able my, to my, read for pleasure. Yeah. So not, your pleasure not activities pleasure. were <laughs> <laughs> your pleasure activities were limited to exactly. select. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll get a copy to you ASAP. And when you finish reading book five in the Harry Potter series for the I think fourth time. time. Um, you can start this one. Oh, it does I'll need to move it. to the top of the list, like okay. Justine said. I can do that. I have never read a book more than once. I've read those books more than once. Ever. Really? I've read I am surprised by that. I thought that there were a couple of Danielle Steele books that <laughs> you read more than once. Uh, actually, the only Danielle Steele one I think I've read more than once was Message from Nam. Oh, I, that's what I, I remember that book. Uh, that's which one I thought Justine would have read more than once. I read a James Patterson book more than once, and it was Suzanne's Diary for Nicholas. Oh, I could not read that more than once because I was a fucking dumpster fire reading yeah, that book. Yeah, it was. I was reading it at work when <laughs> I worked part-time when Chase was a baby, and I was full-ass sobbing in my office, like hiccuping. It was ugly. There's I no way. I was reading. Um, that's how I was in Message from Nam. Yeah. yeah. I... That's and you know, also Titanic. By you know, her. that's what I wanted to name my mini. Yeah, was Paxton. Mm -hmm. I read um, the Bridges of Madison County, and I finished that. that book when I was on a plane, and I was sobbing something ridiculous and not sitting by anyone I knew. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a comfortable flight for them. <laughs> Ma'am, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's just this book. It really got me. No, I. Um, it's not the first time I've I've read a book on a plane and cried. I like to reread some books. I think the first book that I remember vividly reading over and over was The Outsiders. Hmm. So my copy of that, I still have the. Did you still, steal? Is it no. the one from school? <laughs> no, no, it's it's not. And I the hardcover. It's a soft cover, which is it's pretty beat up, and, and I still have the cover, but it is not. Attached, attached anymore. <laughs> so that was my favorite book for a really long time. I read it over and over. It again. is a good book. It's a quick read. I think the first time I heard my middle say 
stay gold pony boy. I <laughs> was so proud. Yeah. I because I knew he had actually read something. <laughs> so you do know how to read. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny those random ass moments where you're like, okay, I did all right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like. My moment was when my mini sent me a snap and said, oh, my God, did you hear Bill Withers died? Yes. And I was like. Remember? Because oh. Dixie was like. Who? Who? She didn't yeah. know who and we were like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I knew. I Okay. You know the song. I she know just, his song. Yeah. But it was just in this message, just listeners, so you know, everybody was like, oh, I can't believe Bill died. I can't believe, you know, Bill Withers. And. It was so casual the way you were using his name. I was <laughs> like we like, all knew him. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of who do I know named Bill? What, you know, like it just. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. He, so, Justine, you won't reread books, huh? Mm-mm. One and done. It's so much and more efficient, truthfully. You get through a lot more books in your life if you do it that way. But think about our childhood and how many times we rewatched movies yeah well and how how <laughs> i do that many times often. i replay songs mm. over and oh, over and over there's that it's <laughs> the thing um i don't know and like sometimes i'll pick up a book and i'll get like a little mm-hmm. win and i'm like i know i read this before and then i'll like skip to farther in and mm-hmm. to confirm and i'll be like i already read this <laughs> I'd probably finish the whole thing and be like, that seems like I read Familiar. it. Familiar. Right. Yeah. Did that's I dream this? That's why I started writing it down because like, I really do speed through books and then I can't yeah. remember or I forget authors and titles and things like that. So, no, I'll reread multiple times. Hmm. Fifty Shades was another summer that I read. <laughs> I don't think I read those ones more than once either. Oh, no. Dixie. <laughs> Dixie read those. The same summer, I think, what, three times? <laughs> Hubby really liked that summer. <laughs> that was his favorite summer. <laughs> he was like, you need to read these books. Hey, Cheers. is there another one? Is there hey, another one read those series? books lately? Cheers to Mr. Dixie for having <laughs> right. a good summer. It doesn't have the same effect anymore, but I haven't read them in a while. The novelty of it's worn yeah, off. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I know it's going to happen, whatever. But Then there's me, who is reading the books in bed. Listening to someone snore like, like a damn jackhammer, <laughs> thinking, this motherfucker over here snoring, and I'm, like, ready to, mm-hmm. yeah. Hop on the bus. Right. To Pound Town. <laughs> the train. Oh. Choo-choo. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was a bus to Pound Town. I think we were talking about transportation. Go there. All right, we were talking about a bus schedule or a train schedule. I don't know. (laughs) Got it. Okay. So, are there subjects we need to revisit before we move on to current events? Um, I don't think so. Um, um, well. Here's something, too. Again, I don't feel like I'm monopolizing a conversation. You're not. You're we're all talking. <laughs> Ronnie cleaned out her closet, which was awesome for me. <laughs> I was going to say, is this a metaphor for something? I know. I was like, no. I, was like what? I told you you weren't going to find anything gross when you went fishing for the battle of no, Contreux. That's what reminded me of this. So she cleaned out her closet because we've talked in the past about being shit shifters and yep. having piles and stuff. Guilty. And so mm-hmm. there was one day that you were feeling particularly productive and you were like, hey, I'm going to clean, want to come over, keep me company. She said, I'll start a bag of stuff for you. So she cleaned out her closet and look at see the shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> That's a piece from Ronnie's closet. It's her lovely. collection, it is lovely. It's I gave the her summer a piece. collection. The summer collection. It matches the cocktail. It's so it's I so it's anyways. Quite I got a big bag full of um, clothing. Dixie approved. It was it was perfect because it just added a little new yeah new things into the ro- rotation. So one of these things was a jumper, not a romper. I don't know. It's a one-piece. Um, Let's give me a camel toe. Always. <laughs> this well, one, not when there's like a six-inch height difference <laughs> between <laughs> you and yeah. the person who gave that, it to that's you. That's fair. I'm just saying. Well, so 
So it fit. It fit really well. It was a color palette that I was excited to wear. Put it on, and I'm getting dressed in the morning, and I'm like, oh, it has a zipper in the back. So hubby zips it up. And I'm like, okay, blah, 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 and I left for the day. And all of a sudden, halfway through the day, oh, I really to had to pee. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Now I require what assistance. Am, <laughs> what am I going to do? So I was able to get it unzipped enough to, to sh- shimmy, shimmy out. And then I'm like, okay, well, my back is <laughs> unzipped and wide open. And I'm not – I'm at work. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? So I – like went really quickly and found somebody who was trusted enough that I could ask for found assistance. Found a trusted adult. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so this person helped me zip, and I was like, oh, thank goodness. And then I thought to myself, who the fuck invented this piece of clothing that would need two people to get in and out of it? Like, we don't have we – don't They're have... like, girls always go to the bathroom in pairs. It's fine. <laughs> They'll figure it out. I'm like, so now – if Is I wear this the blue one? Yeah, with the oh. little black specks. Yeah. It's so cute. It's what I wore to your godson's graduation. Mm. It's so cute. It's super flattering. But I could only wear it if I know I'm going to have assistance because there's no way I could get it zipped back up. And I just thought, that's dumb, that they would invent clothes mm-hmm. that you can't get on or off yourself. And I was just like, oh. The only and I don't even think that? it has pockets. Well, shit. I think it does have pockets. <laughs> oh, does it? Added okay. To the you know the, the appeal, appeal, the appeal yeah. of it. The exception to that is a wedding dress. Oh, sure. If you're going to have attendance, yeah. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> on a day that's like that's when that. it's acceptable to require right. assistance to get in and out of your clothing. Absolutely. And quite honestly, I don't think that piece would have really required a zipper. Like, had it had a little more Elastic. different material on top, right. you would have been able to just scooch out of it and pull it down. Yeah. So along those lines, I was thinking of things like, okay, who invents these things? And so I bought another romper, even though I thought, these one pieces can get you into trouble when you really have to go to the bathroom. Or me anyways. I don't know about you people listening, but... <laughs> When I have to go to the bathroom, and we've all talked about this, yeah. that nauseum on this program, like sometimes you just have to go. Like right now. <laughs> so I got this cute, it's a jumpsuit, right? Mm-hmm. The one piece yes. thing. And it's kind of crisscrossed in the front and has a little snap just to hold it together at the tatas. And it is a plastic clear snap. But if you ever need to hold something together... Very strongly. You should find out what company makes this snap because <laughs> And I can't get the damn thing off unless I unsnap this tiny oh little gosh. snap. And again, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom. And it was just like I almost ripped the whole thing off because the snap was so tight. <laughs> Dixie, I feel like you're waiting way too long. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Don't you remember breaks. pelvic yoga class? I don't think you're supposed to wait this long before Definitely you leave. Definitely not. But I wasn't expecting that struggle, but it really was. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to break this because I just got it, and I really like it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I had to get my fingernails between the snap and just pull perfect. So I don't know. The struggles in the bathroom seemed a lot funnier, and now I'm telling it out loud. <laughs> lost a little bit in translation (laughs) no i actually am finding delight in picturing you (laughs) what's gonna go first my bladder or this fucking snap (laughs) what gives (laughs) and i filled the same exact bag that you gave me with things from my closet to go so I'm not adding more to my own closet. Oh, good for you. Look at you. I haven't brought them yet. <laughs> the bag is still You're full. You're on the three-year plan? <laughs> it's full. It's in my room. It's waiting. What are we going to do tra- with this bag? <laughs> this transportation. It's waiting for transportation. Yeah. Well, I'll throw it in your trunk and it'll disappear for another two and a half years. <laughs> Mine just remains in front of my dresser. I just move it. Shit shifter. Yep. It happens. Part it's of a the thing. Well, part of the problem is out here 
they take donations until three. Oh, well, for what? Can't you just drop it off at the door? Mm-mm. People do it all the time at Goodwill in town. Well, that's not how they roll out here on the West End. Well, what are they going to do if you just leave it? Well, the one place they have cameras. The one. Well, the one. Place, <laughs> are they going to chase you down with it? <laughs> Maybe. The place that I usually take it to, they have like, like gates, so you can't even get into where you drop off donations when it's. Not. I'd be throwing Throw it, it over. <laughs> Chuck it. <laughs> Shot put that bitch right. Chuck it. It's just real stupid. Like, is. who is available between nine and three to do this? Nobody. I mean, maybe on a Saturday, but even that have, is... They don't have drop-off hours on Saturdays. Oh, oh balls. Lordy. Put it in Okay, so they only accept um, donations from college students and retirees. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay. I mean... So there's, so there's that. All right. Speaking of closets, though. Let's talk. I decided <clears throat> re- very recently that I am going to rid myself of all of the super tiny clothes that I've been holding on to for like four years mm. and um, relieve myself of the expectation that I have to get back there someday. That is a big step. It is a big step. So that is how I plan to spend my Saturday is deciding what I'm going to attempt to take to a resale shop, mm-hmm. hopefully make a little bit of money, and what I'm just going to give away. And the plan for the money is not to spend it on new clothes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, literally. no, that was a question. No. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just apologizing for coughing really loudly in the microphone. So part of this stems from um, some deep conversation that I had on a sailboat for a couple weeks, and and it was centered around... I guess how we make ourselves feel good. And I like to shop. And it's definitely when people say retail therapy, like I totally get it. And, but surrounding myself with things hasn't actually fulfilled anything. Mm -hmm. And so that was a little bit of an enlightening thing. But also it was just about being comfortable where you are and with who you are, and I don't know. I Did I like the way I looked when I weighed 115 pounds? Yeah. Do I want to do the things that it takes to get back there again? Probably not. Because when I was there, there was a lot of personal growth that was happening, but there was very little connection with other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And... For me, especially in relationships, food is something that you sort of bond over. And I I don't want to have to sacrifice that anymore in this life. Yeah. Well, and I think about one of the things that makes you so happy, and that is preparing food for mm-hmm. others. That is one of your love languages mm-hmm. that I feel like everyone who has – the pleasure of being around you has benefited from Absolutely. because you use quality ingredients. You use your heart when you prepare and you take a lot of different considerations into the people that you're cooking for when you prepare something and you think about what their likes are, what their allergies are. Um, what their food preference or um, not necessarily preference, but their choices Mm -hmm. um, in what they eat. And I think that if you were to focus so much on that and still prepare for other people, and not enjoy what you prepare, you might feel slighted or not resentful. I don't think that's the right word, but just like you weren't getting the same kind of experience that you were creating for others. It takes the joy out of it. Mm -hmm. That's why it's called the joy of cooking, right? Right. (laughs) Or is it the joy of sex? Both. Both. There's titles mm -hmm. in both areas of Barnes & Noble. I've been doing more. 
cooking. <laughs> and I haven't been doing a lot of cooking, so. <laughs> so one of the things that I've sort of challenged myself with is to not shop. Okay. So since I've been back, which is what, like two and a half weeks, not a super long time, but in the world of uh, Justine, that's kind of a long time to not buy anything unless I absolutely need it. Mm-hmm. So I have bought the dresses for the wedding, mm-hmm. one of my daughters. Um, and I think that's kind of a big deal. And I feel like sure. that is a necessity. But right. so, but even that, like I ordered five and I sent two back right away. And two of them I like, I can't decide between them yet. And then the third one I really, really liked. Um, but it was way too casual for mother of the bride. But I was like, oh, but it fits so nice, and I love the color. And I was like, maybe I'll just keep it. And then I pulled up the order from Macy's, and I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know it was that much, so I'm, I'm not going to keep it. And I sent that one back too. So I feel good mm-hmm. in saying that I really haven't bought anything that wasn't yeah. necessary mm-hmm. at this time. So good for you. That is amazing. Similar to, I think, purging those items that put undue stress on us. I read something today that um, it was actually an influencer that I follow because she has a lot of body positivity content. Mm -hmm. And it showed a woman who was in her 20s and she was complaining about how she looked. And then she had a different style of clothes on, was in a different setting, and she was in her 30s and said, I wish my body looked like it did when I was in my 20s. And she went through, I want to say all the way up to 60s, um, and she changed her outfit. Like she even like changed, she probably would put a wig on or something. Sure. But as I sat and watched it for, you know, probably less than 60 seconds that it was on, the last screen said something like, um, it was never about how you actually felt about your body. It was more about the culture that we live in and what the expected norm is Mm -hmm. of your body and how you just have absorbed that to be your point of view, even if it's not truly how you feel. And although it's not the exact same thing as what you're saying, I do think that there's connection between just like finding that level of peace in where you are and not constantly be constantly striving for something that maybe isn't attainable anymore as your body and your hormones and your chemistry and all of these different things changes. Maybe you're on medications that you weren't on before and they're necessary for your overall health. Um, and so I, I am just at the point where if I like something and putting the clothes on makes me happy, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> And if other people have opinions about it, that's none of my business. Nope. And I've been doing the same thing with my closet, little by little, whether it is in the case, I think, when Dixie was over, it wasn't necessarily about, could I still wear this? Does this still fit me? It was, do I need (laughs) five rompers in my closet right now? No, no. So I pull some up, and I'm like, do you like any of these? She said, yes, I like that one and that one. Okay, they're yours, and if she didn't like the other ones, they were going in the Goodwill bag Mm. or the donation bag. And it's just like I like having variety in my closet, but I just feel like there's excess, (laughs) and that is not good for me emotionally to have, like, too much of stuff. 
Because that's when my shit shifting is the worst. <laughs> yeah, me too. When I just feel like something doesn't have a place. And so what I'm trying to do, it doesn't really have anything to do about whether or not it fits. Although I did get rid of a bunch of stuff that I'm like, yeah, you know, if you do ever get down to this size, it probably won't be in style anymore. <laughs> um, or you'll probably be 90 years old and like withering away and that's why it fits you. So. <laughs> um so, you know, maybe this will make somebody else happy and, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, most of the stuff I've been hanging on to are dresses, which a lot of them I feel like are kind of classic pieces, so they're pretty timeless. But I have probably five or six very large boxes of clothes that don't fit me in addition to three whole closets of things that are hanging up that don't fit me. We're not talking about like some small project here. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be a big deal. I still have size two pantsuits hanging in my closet. Well, this, most of the <laughs> stuff I'm talking about is a size two or four. Yeah. And I mean. There's no way. There's no way I'm ever going to fit that again. Not without developing an eating disorder, which I'm not interested in doing, for the record. <laughs> we to be w- clear. We wouldn't condone that. Right. Well, I'm not, and I'm not trying to make light of that at right. all. I'm, But, like, and I don't know why I still have them because that is, that's not even, like, a goal, honestly. I just. Nostalgia. I think it's because I paid so goddamn much for right. them. Right. <laughs> They're from Ann Taylor. Ooh. I bought them when I finished my degree and I actually started applying for jobs and going to interviews. Yeah, so. So I think sometimes that might be part of it too, is that was a, a period of time where you had co- you had accomplished something mm-hmm. and it was an important thing and those clothes are connected to that yeah. event. And, and the feeling that Well, yeah, because it was elicited. like the first time, like I felt like a real grown-up, you know. I mean, I... You know, I, I was a receptionist in a law firm. Like, big, it wasn't a fucking career. And I finished school, and it was like, you know, I now have, like, goals and real aspirations and things that I want to accomplish. So that might actually be why. Because yeah. there's – I might fit one leg in those mofos. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I had, I had um, kind of a similar revelation because one of the things that – in the course of these conversations while I was away that um, kept coming up was the shoes. Like what's Mm, with all mm -hmm. the shoes. And so I sat with it for a while after I got home and I decided that, well, I came to the conclusion, I guess, that the association with the shoes is because Generally speaking, they were worn for a special occasion, something that I really looked forward to, an experience that I enjoyed, um, probably took a little extra time getting ready, mm-hmm. felt pretty sexy, you know, attract whatever term we want to use for that while wearing them. Are we talking about the missing shoes? No. Just shoes. Oh, shoes. Just shoes. I have okay. a lot of shoes. I know you do. Um, and so it was like... Okay, and so <laughs> I was I was telling Ronnie that I'm going to eventually try to also get rid of a lot of those, but that for sure there's at least four pairs that are not going anywhere. And um, that's okay. She, you made wise choices. Right. She, she says that if I ever actually, like, don't have a home anymore and I'm just sailing, that she will keep them safe for me for when Aww. I'm on land. <laughs> Thank you for being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. I save your shoes. <laughs> but you know, it's just From like the mold would... and the mildew. <laughs> oh. It's just such, a, and I, you know, it gets so much <clears throat> deeper because it's like, you know, when you when you grow up without much, and then you look at what society or what we're programmed to believe is success. And it, so it's like being able to to go to the place that you're going in the shoes, but to be able to afford all of the things, like mm-hmm. the dress and the shoes and the jewelry and actually yeah. go somewhere. And 
And at the end of the day, none of it matters. Right. It's all just stuff. Well, not only that, but it's like subscribing to some some narrative that of what success really is. And, and for me, and maybe for a while it worked, but I'm coming to the realization that for me, success is not the way I'm living my life. Right. It's not working 45, 50, 52 hours a week and getting to take a vacation once or twice a year. That's not living. Yeah. And I'm only doing it so that I can have things, these things. And at the end of the day, I'm still just me. And the people that I want to spend time with don't care about that anyways. Right. Well, and I think that in some of the group chats we've had or, you know, discussions we've had or memes, the idea of who we were in the past or what we fit into or what was important doesn't have to be the baggage that we carry with us forever. So there was a point in time in your life where that was important to you. And it did indicate success. But you don't have to hold on to that measure of success for your whole life. Sure. You know, like you've transitioned. It's different now. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say, oh, well, that was for this period of time in my life. Like when we pack up stuff after the baby grew out of it, you know, it's there's this like, oh, I don't need a pack and play anymore in my life. And there's this sad thing. But then there's also like, I don't need a pack and play anymore in my life, sure. you know, or a potty seat or whatever it is. Just because you were a grown up when you acquired those things doesn't mean that they you have to keep those things or that definition of success or what it means to have a meaningful life mm-hmm. forever. For sure. So, you know, I think that that's kind of that transition that we're all sort of going through. And it's just as much as we'd like it to be linear. <laughs> It's oh, it's very, definitely not. Very jagged. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like back and forth. So So maybe we should just say that's baggage that is just gonna go to baggage. Get lost in the luggage department. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what that's called. Um on unclaimed baggage. Yeah, it's just gonna go to unclaimed baggage and we're just gonna say goodbye to it. The goal. Agreed. Yeah. I think that that's probably a good place for us to um, conclude this um, episode. We did allude to some of the life changes that are going on for some of us, so we'll be sure to catch you up on those at um, our next episode. Um, There's a lot. (laughs) A lot, a lot. So it's a good thing we're going to be legal then because. (laughs) No more carding. No more sneaking around. No more fake IDs. Right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. um, Travels and changes and all the things. Well, cheers. 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 Till next time. Thanks all.